This is the Beards of Blue Ridge, episode 14. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. 14. And 14. you guys didn't see it, but Graham had just missed hitting the on button, which makes him the second best host. And I would, well, what I'd say about that too is his introduction was the best that he's ever done, yet it never existed because it's not on. <laughs> it's not on the, the proper record. <laughs> they never would have known that had you not had to bring that up, so appreciate that. That's why you keep me humble. We, humble that's and, right. Yeah, on point. Friends like me and Todd, who needs enemies, you know? Yeah. So you I guys turned it off. You did. You did. You turned it on. So you're correct, Todd. What I did was it was on off, and then I thought it was on, and I turned it basically back on back again, on. thinking it was yeah. off. Listen, we don't need excuses. We just need results. Right, <laughs> right after I tried to you know, get on Graham's case for doing the same thing. <laughs> So there we go. This is a lesson in humility and um, that'll be the next podcast. Karma. Humility. Yeah. <laughs> humility. We still we and we still at some point we got to talk about relationships like we were talking about that one day. Communication. Communication. And yeah. yeah. We'll do yeah. that. Well, I got to write this, this stuff weekend. down because I forget. You know, I was busy this weekend. We left. We left Thursday and Thursday evening and drove down to Statesboro and. Had a wedding and saw some family, and then drove back and. Was it cool? Yeah, the the wedding was fun and seeing family was fun. It was it was fun seeing my kids. So my kids are, or, especially my son. Like he, my my daughter's more outgoing. Like, she's never met a stranger. She'll yeah. she just goes and goes and goes. My son will be more reserved. Like he he steps back and observes the situation before he puts himself out there but they had a little dance floor at the reception and like I didn't even notice him he was just like he was like nobody was watching man he was just he's just going wild and dancing and where he learned these dance moves too and uh, so it was fun to watch them um what do you mean? Where did he learn? <laughs> he didn't learn. We all know, yeah. I don't dance. Like he didn't learn it from me. Uh, like father, like son. <laughs> That's right. I'll have to. Sh- I'll show you guys a video when we get done of him yeah. dancing. It's like, I mean, he's got all this crazy stuff going on. You're like, whoa, man. That's amazing. But it's fun to it's fun to watch him like, not, not think of like, hey, what are other people thinking, and just like. Yeah, just being letting sad, it yeah. loose and letting it go, and it's funny because I I did get out and dance with my wife a little bit, but like I could feel my own insecurities coming up, and oh, I didn't yeah. think about they it get, until yeah. now. Like, you know, why couldn't I be more like that? Be more like, childlike, yeah. where like he. Oh, dude, I can't. Yeah, I can't yeah. do it. It's like, crazy. It's, just, it's a struggle. I have to really. When I met Anna, she's the first person who's really got me able to go out, and it's yeah. very limited. And I don't, <laughs> you know, yeah. limited by yeah. like when nobody's around. No, well, it's limited in the or... sense of like how long I'll get out there and, yeah. and dance or whatever. Yeah. But it, it also is what's weird about it is at home I'll behave very differently, but yeah. out in public it's yeah. I stick to like one or two moves and that's it. <laughs> that's you know? right. Every now and then, right to close it out, I'll break out the worm and worm it. Yeah. <laughs> but it hurts. Yeah, I know. Every time I try to break dance at like some kind of function, it's painful. Like I, I hurt myself. <laughs> break dance. Yeah, yeah, I can break dance. We should. Whoa. We should. I wish we had this some video. Let's do it. Yeah, start video. Yeah. I would yeah. do it. I was trying to show my show my son how to do a knee shuffle. 
a while ago we went to this wedding and he he put on this little fedora. He's like, I'm proud of you, man. Yeah. I don't know where you got the idea, but uh, it's very Latin of you right now. Yeah, I'm pretty proud. So yeah, that's what we did. Um, wedding all weekend, came home. That's cool. I love it when I get to see my kids dance like that and they don't care, you know, and they just don't care. Yeah, yeah, the last wedding I remember going to and seeing your kids. Your son. <laughs> My son's I was trying everybody. to make. I was trying to like <laughs> talk to him and kind of make conversation. Like, hey man, how's it going? He's like, good. I was like, what are you playing? He's like, how to kill your grandma. And I was like, huh? what? Yeah, what? <laughs> what? What are you playing? So, if, so that sounds bad to any viewers out there, <laughs> and and it probably is kind of bad. But there is some kids gaming show. And that's how it started. And we're like, oh, yeah, this guy's cool. That guy's not cool. Because there's a game called... He lures them in. Yeah, where you, you, your granny attacks you, and you have to go attack your granny. That guy must had some bad stuff happen. And then once he had it, like, I didn't know how to deal with it. You know what I mean? Because he liked, liked the game. And I was like, dude, that's, you know... No, how old was he then? He's little. It's like he was probably like six. Yeah, and I, I'm, I scooted away from him. He's <laughs> oh, oh. like, I'm afraid he's gonna take this cup and break it on the table and stab me. <laughs> we also been covering how to make you know shanks out of you know just households. Shave down this toothbrush. Here you go, son. Melt down the handle. If you feel disrespected in public, no. no I'll, hear, I'll hear some of that stuff. My daughters will watch some like weird youtube videos where it's like this girl telling a story about her parents locking her in a room for weeks on yeah. it and you're like what what are you <laughs> listening to and then it always ends with some life lesson but i'm like why do they have to get so dark about it you know yeah. what happened to just like cartoons back in the day and no they don't do it and then they can get like adults who are rating cartoons and stuff and then some of those cartoons that you think are cartoons they're not, not cartoons. Yeah. There's like cursing and stuff like you know. So you're, I don't know. I don't know how to deal with it's it. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for having him in an iPad. I was wasn't prepared for it. Like when my daughter, like now we got all his stuff blocked, but I'm pretty sure he can probably figure out a way around. Well, it. there's a, an app called Our Pact. P A C T. I pay like a hundred bucks a year and you, you can put it on any of your kids' devices and what you can do is go in and turn off when the the phone work, internet works, all the apps. So like I can I go in and have a schedule at nine I think it no, it's, it yeah, nine PM it just shuts the every app off so you can't use it. You know, you can turn gotcha. off everything, messaging, you know, the whole nine yards. That's pretty cool. See, it's crazy how, like, back in the day, I, I never realized how accessible even, like, kids are today, their parents. Like, what happened to, like, even when I was in high school, I'd be like, all right, I'm leaving. Like, before cell phones were really big, all right, I'm leaving, and, like, if you need me, I'll be home at this time. Like, yeah, if you need I'll to call good. me, yeah. you're not going to call you're me. Not, like, you you can't, can't get me. Yeah. And now how, like, that's just unheard of. Well, like, what do you mean I can't reach you? You all not have pagers back Yeah, we have pagers, but like, Dude, even I then. those worse than a cell phone. I still have to go get a phone, and I have to call no, you. No, so me? my dad had one. You could do like a text on it? No, or? he had one to give to you that it, when he paged you, <laughs> it was loudspeaker. Todd, get home right now. You're at a party. And we had, we had phones. <laughs> I hated that thing. I had a phone, you know what I mean? We didn't have that. It's different now how like. 
<laughs> but he had yeah, because he where he's a doctor, he would he, that's yeah. what he had and in church. Yeah. Like he'd get paid and be Doctor Stumbo, call yeah. blah blah, and he'd run out and call. So I remember I'd go out certain nights. He'd say, "Here, take this pager." I was like, "No, it's good." He's like, "No, take the pager," and he would key it up, man, and light <laughs> me up in front of everybody. But we, no, we had phones. So when I was in high school, like, but back then it was easy to be like, "Well." My phone wasn't working, or I didn't have service, or yada yada. Now it's like, yeah. oh, don't yeah, tell you me your phone's always working. You know what I mean? Like I'm tracking you. I can see where you're at. I can right see now. where you're going. Yeah. Well, yeah. that you have your read receipt text messages on. Like I saw that you read my that hour packed. You can hide it in their phone, but you know, and they don't even like you could turn your son's app. I'm like, I don't know why they're not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> stupid internet, so, so dodgy around yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows, son? This Wi-Fi is crazy. What did you do this uh, Nothing too excited. Well, we had my wife's birthdays on the 13th. Oh, yeah, it was your birthday. And then my birthday was yesterday. And then... You make 50 um, look good, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah, you. you Seeing as I'm only 46, I yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm still technically middle-aged. I feel like I gave him a good compliment. I said he was 72, and he looked great for 72. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I was telling you that I had, when I was in St. Louis, working with that uh, program that takes prisoners, one of the one of the guys who was coming out, re-entering society, he was like 28, and uh, he'd asked me how old I was, and then I think at the time I was like, I don't know, 43 or something. And then he like was shocked and like, was like what he's like i thought you were like in your 60s <laughs> and i was like <laughs> like i thought he was gonna he would be shocked i thought he's gonna be like man i thought you were thought like 30 30 <laughs> you know and i was waiting for the and then he was like no i thought you were like six i was like dang it you know so your wife your birthday and your wife is close together yeah she's the 13th we normally split the difference and celebrate the 14th but we Cause she had off Saturday, so we went out to eat to celebrate her birthday, and then um, I stayed home Friday. But we also had to do tags and all that stuff out here. So, but it was good. On my birthday, we got uh, Chinese food. Mm. That's really all I ever. They're like, "What do you want?" And I don't do much for my birthdays, you know. So I was craving Chinese food, so we did that. That was awesome. And then my daughter loves blowing out the birthday candles, so. Uh, we we did that yesterday, the day before, and then the day before that. Oh, what three yeah. days? Yeah, a birthday candles and cake. Well, yeah, now you. I don't know why we shipped it, but you celebrate all week. Birthday week. Birthday yeah. week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then I kind of our church is my church is still outside, so when I I kind of fell asleep in church. But it was so peaceful. <laughs> Just so you fell asleep. You, know, you, you got a lot of. So I bring a yeah. lawn chair. You know what I mean? So, and then I kind of sit away from everybody, and then they're all over there, and then the sun was on me. It was nice. I'm going to use that against you with your topic today. I was. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible topic today. We need to switch gears. But, but so. So but, you, ultimately, what you're saying is your weekend was filled with sleeping at church. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing anyone's going to remember. But it, but it's outside. Like they're doing because they're so like strict about COVID. It's yeah. all outside. You can just own it. You don't have to there. justify. It. It's okay. And I'm super in, attuned to nature. So yeah. <laughs> once I'm out there, right. <laughs> when's the last time you went camping, Marcus? <laughs> Obviously, it was Sunday when he yeah. was at church. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I just put it, and I and I cheat because I'm sitting on the side, you know. But you can, you can, they got all these PAs. Like, I feel like you're just digging your there. whole worse. Sounds worse. Yeah. I sit on the side and try because right, everybody's in the tent, and then there's a place over above the tent, and then I'm like <laughs> way over here next to the speaker. Basically, I don't want to engage. Just chill it, no, no. Other than when you greet everybody, I'm like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Is that you're by the speaker because the older you've gotten, the harder. The harder it is to hear. That's pretty much. It's it makes it sound worse, right. you know. But but it was good because I felt very relaxed and I was like, I should kind of go early because I, I don't know that this is good. So, but the sun the sun was out. It was a nice day, which is more of my point rather than. Not being a very, you know, spiritual person. Studious man. <laughs> Studious, yeah. <laughs> like, like, who's the, the homeless looking guy over there sleeping in the, have, in the, in the I, camping chair? I have heard it's at the older you get, the harder it is to stay awake when you're sitting still <laughs> that like that. So, you know. No, because I was like, it, it probably looks bad. Like one time I tried to sit next to the, like far away, and I was... Before church started, but I was on the phone talking to somebody. And then the priest, I didn't know I was sitting next to where the priest parked. So then he got out. And I was like, oh, hey, hey. You know, it's weird. So I had to move. So I'm probably not not doing the best right now. <laughs> so it was a good weekend. It's a good weekend. It's a good birthday. birthday well, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thanks. And if it helps, I did catch church service later Saturday evening because I get it online from a there's a priest that I think is pretty awesome who's in Phoenix and then he his his uh, mass popped up so I listened to that so that's got to count yeah, so. Okay. so when you add that half of one I got from him and the, the other half that I was awake for no, that's, that's a full get it however you can you know well, in Catholics, it's all the same stuff anyway. You know, they do the same thing for everybody. So it's the same message. Yeah. I got what God wanted me to hear. Uh, you just came through a dream, right? <laughs> yeah. Todd, when did you get back from skiing? Uh, we got back. We came back Thursday uh, reluctantly just because the big Denver and all that area got just crushed. Got hammered, so yeah. I wanted to kind of stay, but... We came back. It was pretty awesome. Why didn't you stay? Well, I mean, we had that men's retreat I'd committed um, to go to this weekend. So we got back Thursday, came to work Friday, um, stayed here till late evening, then got up, went to the Butterfly Place, um, Callaway Gardens. And they had, uh, my sponsor had started this little thing when the rock shut down for COVID. He created the pebble. So it's a bunch of guys go down. Not they don't. It's not. I mean, there's AA like speakers, but it's more driven by what men deal with in life in general, whether it's finances, divorce, you know, and just have yeah. those. You know, then there was stuff like that. Me and a, another guy did a topic on on sponsorship and service, and you know what that looks like, not just in recovery, but just in life in general. You know how you can take it outside of AA and. Well, it's, it's, it's pretty cool, man. It was a, a cool thing to hang out with a bunch of guys, a lot of uh, people I hadn't seen in a while and whatnot. So I came back Sunday and hit the gym. Hadn't been, I didn't work out for like a week because we were going 
snowboarding, so did that. Wrote that, a paper. Was that hard for you? What working out? Yeah, well, not working out for a week. Uh, you're mean, like always. You're yeah, but we were. I mean, you, you put it into contact. We're up on the slopes at eight thirty, mm-hmm. riding till four. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's you actually probably burn a ton of calories. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's a it's a workout for sure. Gotcha. But it was good, man. It's good to do all that and and get back and the temperatures crazy here compared to what it is there so you probably wouldn't have been here today had you stayed I right. got some th- so i had family who who missed the wedding because they lived in denver and they're oh, like it's that bad they shut down like 2,000 flights yeah no, it's like the one area is like 52 inches of snow in the back country 52 know? inches yeah yeah they got Jeez. i was in in That's downtown crazy. denver i saw something like they got like nine inches in like four hours yeah. i mean just like I think they got a little over two feet. And Which would have been amazing to ski on. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would have been like a dream. But Well, there was a ton of people coming in as we were going out because it was spring break for some places the next week. Yeah. So it was a blast, though. I appreciate y'all doing the, the podcast last week from a distance. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah, it's real cool. Yeah, but you're pretty hardcore to be in there for an 18-degree weather. I was like... It's like that's coming around, yeah. walking around, <laughs> looking like he might be here in voice. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know so, everybody. Yeah, but the, there's a difference. That's cold. Well, I don't know yeah. why it's different. I think it's got something to do with the moisture in the air, yeah, the humidity. Yeah, so it's like 18 degrees here. If it ever got that, would be so much different than mm-hmm. there. There, it's cold, but it's not like it's dry, I can't. It's dry. Yeah, it's I can't dry stand cold. it cold. Oh, yeah. You know. It's kind of like being in, in probably like Arizona in 105, 110 degree heat that's not full of humidity like it is here. In yeah, you can survive that. Right. So no. it wasn't bad. I mean, the, the last day we were there, it was, it was pretty brutal because it was so cold, windy, snowing. But man, my little daughter was a beast. I mean, she was out there with us all day, every day, just crushing it. You know? Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, she went down on them for her first black. This is her third time snowboarding ever. That's been, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know She's, what that is, but it sounds impressive. The blacks are, are ones you typically stay away from if you don't know what you're doing. It it will oh, end gotcha. in utter disaster for somebody that's never been. You know, like if I took you, I would. It would be a disaster. You know, we got different colors for the slugs. Like green is the basic, and then blue, then black, then double black. You know, I would need to stay on green. Country. Yeah, even some greens you probably hurt yourself. Yeah, I tried to do cross country when I was in Boy Scouts, and I didn't, I didn't fare too well. Yeah, My skis fun. would cross, and I'd fall, and then I quit. No, it was fun, man. I loved it. Yeah, it sounds That's awesome. Fun. Marcos, you had a topic for us this morning. You want to explain it? And we'll jump in. Pseudo topic. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to talk about not falling asleep in church. Oh God, I know it's not good to go. In I'm that. not gonna let you how, down. how God shows up for you, right? So for me, He wakes me up in church, <laughs> or gives you rest <laughs> when you need it. Yeah. So no, I just wanted to throw it out for us to kind of talk about is sort of how does God? Well, I don't know if this is the right words. Kind of walk me through it, but how, what's the function of God? Mm-hmm. Does that kind of make sense? Um, and like, so when I was thinking about it, it was like when 
I remember getting sober and they were talking about God and it was sounded like a very religious, kind of intense, distant issue and I didn't know how to access it, right? So they would talk about it, I just didn't have any sense of it and I would hear things like good orderly directions and I would, you know, but I had a mentor of mine and he went to, um, he was going to community college and he took spirituality 101 class, right? And so he said in the 101 class that they were talking about spirituality and he said that, so from a religious context, God shows up as the God between, the God without and the God within. And I liked that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking to some young people in recovery and this guy was probably like 18 or 19. So I was telling him the story and we were kind of doing this little meeting and, uh, and I said, so here's, here's a way to maybe look at it. We can borrow some ideas from religion, right? Mm-hmm. Because as far as a 12-step concept, you got to be kind of, you know, I was always taught to be open-minded, so you looked at different kind of theology or how ideas. And uh, so we were talking about it, and this 18-year-old young man said, uh, I can say that now, I'm 46. But he said, he was like, dude, it's kind of like God's got three dimensions. He was like, it's a three-dimensional higher power. And I was like, well, you're kind of right, right? So he said, he took it from a very in my head like a religious context but still made sense mm-hmm. but then he made it a very you know a pliable yeah practical practical right and so we were talking about all those ways and i think you could probably talk about those i could probably talk about each one for a couple hours mm-hmm. but the the simple version was for me it was interesting to think that there is sort of a uh, conscience that i have right some kind of god within some sort of moral code that's beyond instincts like even as a little kid i always knew like stealing was wrong i still stole Mm -hmm. not that that's a good thing to do but i knew i knew it was wrong even before i was taught and then you get you know taught like sleeping in church wrong sleeping in church (laughs) (laughs) sleeping in church is another one that's wrong you know but i still apparently do it right but so my my i had my own inner voice and then the the god between people is that sort of unconditional love or that care that I think people in recovery or friends have or family has. Mm -hmm. So sometimes in my life, it's God showing up that way. And then the other side of that was the the God without, which even gets more kind of nebulous because for me, that was like religion, philosophy, um, could be music, could be anything. There's a lot of stuff that'll happen that I'll just get triggered or reminded to Mm Um, operate out of spiritual principles or I'll, you know, for me as, as cheesy as it is sometimes driving by like the church uh, um, those little marquees that yeah, they have and their little up. little catchy slogans or whatever, yeah. a lot of times those things will bump me into uh, something I need to work on or something I need to hear and uh, so I liked it because when, when we would talk about like how does God show up in your life Generally, those were sort of the three ways that my higher power was pretty three-dimensional and still is, even though I may sleep in church from time to time. Happens to everyone. (laughs) No, but I I was pretty, I was pretty out. You know what I mean? I was lucky that I was probably. Well, Todd knows like I'll snore. Huh? Sunglasses? No, I didn't have my sunglasses, but I had I had them there. 
So you and didn't I, even try to cover it up. It no, because I was sitting way off on the side. There's some and freedom I was like, in that, though. Be. There's some freedom in that. <laughs> just be like, I don't care. I'm just going to go. No, I was like, I'm going to sit here and That's I really want to fall asleep. That's kind naked, though. It's not, yeah. not okay. <laughs> you just got to cover it up. Put the sunglasses on. Act like you're awake. Act like it. The, Nobody uh, can prove that you were asleep if they didn't see your eyes closed. Well, that that's true. So I'll, be, I'll be better next time. I'll have sunglasses and a hat. Be the weird guy with the beard. Now, and kind of what I hear you saying is like a idea of God is God is everything or God is nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like it's true. in me. It's between us. It's you know on the outside of whatever it is. It's it's God is everything. God is nothing. When I was thinking of your topic, I was thinking. You know, if if people could agree that God has an interest in you or is interested in you, then you could apply the idea of the compounding effect in, in every area of your life, which basically states mm. if you make small right choices consistently enough over a long period of time, you'll have radical results. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And God, in my world or my higher power, doesn't typically rain down these huge, you know what I mean, like, like boom, I'm going to give you everything, you know what I mean? It's, a, it's a compounding effect of like, do I spend, you know, X amount of time per day consistently in a relationship with him, you know? Same way with a relationship with your loved one, your wife, and that can go to the negative side too. You can have the compounding effect of, you know, if you were to add... 125 calories a day to your diet right now you did that every day for 18 months and you base that on a 3500 calorie diet you can calculate how much weight you'll gain you know what i mean so it's the same idea of like if i want to to get more in touch with the god within me the god between us and the god you know without or whatever you were saying it's like i have to i have to spend time and compound that effect because i think a lot of people don't understand or don't get in touch with the God within them because they don't spend enough time compounding that situation over and over and over. It's like, if I do it enough, if I'm grateful enough and I show that practice enough over a long period of time, that's who I become, right. you know? So it's it's crazy that a lot of people sit around and, and say they're not spiritual or they don't believe in God and all this, but if they just spent some time seeking out a power greater than themselves, and they did it consistently for a long enough period of time, it would arrive. You right. know what I'm saying? It's not, the burning bush is not going to happen for, for most people. So, you know, I look at it, it's, it all connects to the habits in your life. It's like spiritually, what habits do you have um, and, and what are you doing? You right. know, and I think God isn't, at least the, the God for me and the higher power for me gives us tools like this to, to, improve our life he's not just going to show up and transform it you know what i mean it's like hey i'll give you what you need to transform it yourself and all the while you go through that i'll stay in contact with you you know if that's what you choose to do but he's not going to just come in and say hey all those bad habits you developed (laughs) yeah out of the way tomorrow you're going to wake up at five feel great you know all this is going to change and that's just not how it works you know so for me it's like 
going down and, and identifying what are the negative, whether it's spiritual habits, whatever, because that's how I get closer to God. Yeah. It's changed the neg- negative things in my life. So first I have to identify what they are. So if I want to get more in touch with God within, then i got to decide, hey, what negative spiritual habits do I got that get in the way of me making contact with the God within me? You know what right. I mean? Um, you identify what they are, then you got to look at who, what, where, when triggers those habits. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, does an ex-wife bring up, uh, you know, this beast in you that's not God? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So you got to figure that out and say, okay, I got to identify those people. Then you got to start cleaning your house and saying, I'm going to get rid of as many of those triggers as possible. You know, if it's a TV in my bedroom that keeps me from waking up at five because I sit up too long and watch it. And it keeps me from waking up at five, which then keeps me from connecting with God because I'm always running late and I try to catch him on the fly. It's, you know, you got to start to look at that stuff. So I think for me, it's, Doing all that stuff and, and identifying that, cleaning my house and start to replace the bad habits with, with good, and it's not easy. You know, yeah. it's like fitness, relationship with God, relationship with your wife. I don't care what it is. If God is everything, then he's in a relationship with everything, and that's the yeah. way I have to approach everything, you know. It's like last night I was working out, and I said to myself, uh, you know what? I haven't worked out in a week, and I'm going to cut out one of the exercises just to sh- shave shave <laughs> off a little time. You know what I mean? Oh, I understand and start that. Rationalizing why, and yeah. then I all and see this is real for me. It's like God's in that because yeah. the immediate thought I had is, what's the integrity in that? Right. You know, and that was God. <clears throat> you know, so like God is in my fitness. God is in that weight room. God is showing up and saying challenging the, 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 that desire to have a negative habit, start a negative right. habit of shaving the corners. Mm-hmm. And that, that would just happen in my weight routine, then bleed over into my morning devote. You know what I mean? It just compounds itself. So for me, it's like if God is everything, God is nothing, I have to look at it in a compounding effect way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is I can't just walk around and believe in God. I have to take action, you know what I'm saying, and, and do some things that compound over a long period of time, and I'm consistent with it, and, and the results will be seen. You know, that's what I've experienced in my own life. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I kind of on that same avenue you're talking about for me, too, is having to treat my relationship with God like, one of the most important relationships out there. You know what I mean? Like you were talking about investing that time. Like <clears throat> it's really, it's, it's, I think anyone would say like, whether it's your spouse or your best friend or your kids, like, Hey, investing personal time with them and sacrificing things to be with them. That is super important. And the same has to be with your relationship Good, yeah. with your higher power, you know, cause everything, if if God is everything and in everything, then every all your other relationships probably are going to look very similar to to that one as well too. If that makes sense, right? Oh yeah. Um, and two, just from like a recovery sense, where you know you constantly hear like, hey, you got to put your recovery first, you know, or everything else is really going to fall to the wayside. And I think that, but also, I put my relationship with God in front of everything for right. me personally, yeah. right? Because 
<clears throat> if that's not me too. If that's not in check, then recovery is no not going to be in, in check, and then my relationship with my family is not going to be in in check too. And and I agree with you. Finding finding those it's kind of a religious term. Those worldly things that steal my that can easily for me steal my attention. Uh, right. So yeah, is it working out? Is it money? Is it uh, is it video games, right? Is it yeah. this perceived need that I feel like I need to be focusing on um, and not doing my devotional, not reading the Bible, or not trying to spend time with God or quiet time? Or yeah. I like being in nature too, you know. See? My church isn't outside, but I like being Graham in nature, does. you know what I mean? Todd? Um, <laughs> Graham probably camps, though. Yeah. Graham probably stays like, up in church. <laughs> I do like camping and hiking. I... I, I when I, what I do is when I, I know how I connect with God the most, right? Nature is one of those things. Solitude, silence is one of those things. I typically don't fall asleep in those settings, but I can. You know what I mean? That's another shot. <laughs> no, I deserve it. Yeah, being intentional of finding those specific areas and making sure that's how I can reconnect. Because yeah. I do believe that, you know, there's... I can see God in many different ways, whether it's within me outside of me, through other people, yeah. through more of a spiritual, church, religious type aspect, um, and trying to keep all, trying to be aware of all of those yeah. can be difficult, but it's super important. And part of it's like you're saying, is checking my, my small habits along the way that ultimately create a, determine my yeah. direction, my relationship, my path, stuff like that. Well, and even looking at like, you know, for people thinking, well, if you're saying God is in everything, so he's in cigarettes. Absolutely. Yeah. So put it this way, it's like, if you, every time you were to pick up a cigarette, if you said to yourself, well, if God is in this moment and in this, what would he want me to be doing? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the life he's given me. And I guarantee you, at least my God would be saying, hey, it's probably, you probably need to set this down. You know what I mean? And start to move in a different direction. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and it can be, you can take good things and make them bad, like fitness or something like that, but I think it's important to not fall asleep at the wheel, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> like, yeah, I slid that yeah. in there. Because so, that's so easy to do, is we just get in this habitual routine and we start these bad habits, we don't even know that they, they come. Yeah. You know, and it's constantly asking... You know, the, the question is like, hey, if I do believe that God is everything and God is nothing, then in this moment, this very moment, what am I supposed to be doing that honors the, my power that's greater than me? Right. You know? And anybody that plays the game that, that says, well, it's to smoke because if I don't, I'll yell at somebody else. Now, that's a, that's a cop-out. Yeah, you know right. I mean, I think every higher power that's on the positive side, anyway, because I believe in a good higher power, bad higher mm -hmm. powers, is always conditioned us to want to make progress towards the healthy, you know, mm -hmm. not the unhealthy. Right. Well, it comes back to too, like we've constantly talked about, is what's the story that you tell yourself, right? It's right. the whole thing of like, if you have a negative situation that happens, you can say, you can be be the victim, and why is this happening to me, or have the or looking at it of like, hey, what am, what am I supposed to learn from this? Like, what's my higher power trying to show me? You right, know what, I mean? right. what can I grow from? Um, and I think too, just trying to be in tune with, for me, like he shows up 
depending on the seasons of life I'm in, it might be more internally, it might be more externally, right, what yeah. it is. I like I'm hyper aware right now that like he is showing up in my children a lot. Meaning my kids I feel like are parenting me a lot more than I'm parenting them, right? Yeah. Because they're no, showing yeah, me more me about myself yeah. like areas that I thought I was super grown in, whether it's anger or patience or empathy, tone of voice, like highlighting really quickly like <laughs> you're not where you really thought you were yeah. you're not. Yeah, yeah. and you're like yeah. wow okay you know what I mean yeah. and seeing like what I believe is like that's yeah. not my kids bringing that out of me that's that's God in my higher yeah. power being like hey hey Graham here's yeah. some things that we need to adjust and we need to work on you know because we're not where we thought we were and that's just my yeah. season right now you know yeah, speaking no. through them and using them you're, you're right, because that's, we were talking about that after this last podcast, is that I feel like, because I went and was talking to my sponsor about, like, how to, you know, I need to respond better to my kids, and particularly my daughter, you know, and, uh, and so that's also was kind of, because in, in church, before I fell asleep, there was actually some good messages on that, right, and, uh, because and I don't want to get all religious, but there was, but it was tied to, to, parenting and unconditional love and always being supportive right but you know there's times a parent you got to jump in there but it's it's really she's been a real blessing because it's it's causing me to deal with areas that I thought I was better than like Graham saying or or above and I'm really not in fact I'm way way at a negative deficit <laughs> than what I thought it was right. you know so it's been a, a she in particular has been a real blessing and I'm really grateful for her. but it took it took you guys, it took Graham, it took my sponsor, it took the part of church I was up for, it took the AA meeting I was at before that. It look, took all of that to... Yeah. Well, and the reality of what you're talking about, too, is the, the constant growth they're looking. It's like, again, it goes back to the idea of if God is everything, there's no way to not be growing because you can't achieve right. ever. You know, you can't become a God, so to speak. Right. So. It's that constant growth. It's like I was talking at the men's retreat this weekend. You know, AA, and I'm not knocking it. I do believe you have to focus on the newcomer. But what I see is a, is a plague of old timers that have stopped growing. Yeah. So if you're a newcomer walking through the door, and I guess in a sense it's still focusing on the newcomer. But as somebody was 16 years sober... My job at this point is to continue growing so that newcomer sees that and says, okay, that guy's got 16 years sober and still seems like he's on fire. Not right, this yeah. habitual freaking dead, <laughs> you know, carcass just dragging itself <laughs> into an AA meeting doing the Yelling same at stuff. people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, this is one of my things is like, it's got to be constant growth and improvement. And, and whether you like, for me, one of the things I looked at early on is not just quitting smoking and all that. And I'm not saying it's, I look at it as a bad thing, like shame on you to people, same thing with foul language. But for me, a conviction came along that said, Hey, you can do that all the rest of your life as much as you want to do it. But what, what do you think would happen if you remove that? Like just right. what's what's the harm in trying and just seeing what kind of person it makes you, you know, versus not and you know, man, I haven't missed it uh, for a day. You know what I mean? Now there's granted there's sometimes I get super angry and I want you know it's like in it's right there. Yeah. But the reality of it is is that it's it was a useless habit 
that I had that brought me no closer to God. Yeah, it's not benefiting you in any way. Right. You know? Yet we think it does. Sure. You know, same way with smoking, same way with overeating or undereating, same, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying to lose the pleasures of life, but if you typically enjoy a, a 1,200-calorie banana split after dinner, why can't you just eat uh, 200 calories of dark chocolate instead? You know what I'm saying? Or just eat, eat a, a banana. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's, that, which is tough, man. It's hard to change those habits. It's hard to do things, yeah. you know, totally different. And, and that was a topic that kept coming up this weekend was, I know this is bad for me, but I just can't quit doing it. But I can't stop. And that to me is just that to me in my head, it's like blasphemy language. Like don't ever say you can't do something because I guarantee you, you can't do it if you maintain and you won't do it. You know, it's make a decision, put the necessary habits in place to confirm that decision and then use that compounding effect. Small, smart choices consistently over time and you'll have a, a different life. You know, same thing with money, doing it that way. That's a, money's a well, yeah. whole subject in, in its own, yeah. Well, I think all those are higher powers, right, that get in the way of God for yeah. me, right? Whether it's fear... Because I think with with kids like that, there's a part of me that wants to control the situation. You know what I mean? Money, I always think, gives me control and would make my life better. But they all, and whenever I focus on them, then I start, you know, operating. What does it look like in your life if you were to say, "Well, well, God is in my money. Now what does it look like? Um, To me, I think it's a... uh, It becomes a secondary issue. Like the primary issue is, is... uh, God and recovery are synonymous for me because I can't have recovery without my higher power. And then it becomes, it becomes you know, second through tenth, somewhere on there. It becomes a, uh, a means to an end and not the, not the goal. Because there's times in my life where I've chased money and then been unhappy. And that's not really my spirit anyway. Like, I'm not, I'm not gifted in that area. I just become like, like more aggressive and not cool. Like, like I don't like me. Like I'm not, like I think there's some people that can do that well. I'm just, I'm not one of them. One of the reasons they do which is it a blessing. is they use it as a tool. You know yeah. I mean? The, the end goal is not the money. They, it's, they, they use that as a tool, you know, to continue to move on right. or, or impact other people or whatever it is. And that's what I always have to say is if God's in this money, then it has to be a tool. Right. Sometimes even a weapon, you know what I mean? Of like, how can I, help this person impact this person what can i do for you know because yeah like my love language i love to give i love to give people gifts like and i'll tell you i'm i'm I do dramatic you know things right and, uh she doesn't she, that's not her <laughs> but it's not what i necessarily need i need words of affirmation back but it's i love to give gifts so i've utilized that knowledge about myself and said hey you know, because it's like this weekend talking about service. God is in in my money because I use it to be of service. You know, it's like the minute I use it to not be of service, God's not in my money, and I start to deplete in that area. Right. You know, so it's that I have to look at it as everything that God's in. Then it has to become some sort of tool. Got gotcha. you. Know, even a cigarette, that tool is a tool of change. You know, something right. for me to look at and say that. 
I don't know why I'm stuck on cigarettes. I swear, man. <laughs> you really wanted to smoke cigarettes? Again? I don't know. I, I, I guess just being around a bunch of dudes this weekend that were all smoking, all smoking yeah. and vaping, I, I just sat and contemplated the like reasoning in my head of like, right. why, why like, <laughs> compound the money that you You're spend. Spending, yeah. I, I went and got a compact cigarettes one day, seven dollars for a pack of Newports. Yeah. You know? Compound that. If you do that every single day uh, for a week, that's yeah, $49, and, and do that over 52 weeks. I mean, now do it over 20 years. It's yeah. insane. But yeah. the cigarette example is, is a really good one because that's something that's being, it's, that tells me, like, hey, I was very in tune, in present moment of, like, hey, what could, what could he be trying to show? What could my higher power be trying to show me, right? Because you could have easily gone on that retreat and everyone been smoking and just judged them and been like, these freaking guys, but like, you're actually looking at it like, you know, and intuitively, emotionally, spiritually seeing like, Hey, how can, how can I learn from this? Right. Or how can I serve other people with this? So, well, I mean, it, it made me reflect on my habits. Sure. You know I mean, it's like, cause I don't smoke anymore. I used to, I don't, I don't, I'm not vulgar. I used to be, you know what I mean? All that. It's like, well, what present day issue do I face that that I may have some bad habits in? Yeah. You know, and how do I start to correct some of that stuff? So it's if God is everything or God is nothing, then I have to you know when I live in a world that God is nothing, it's pretty miserable. You know, so yeah. all of my problems, all my habits, everything I, I engage, God is in it in some way, shape, form. It has to be. And I know that that some may sound out there to some listeners, but you know, for me, it's like it's trying to find the beauty in everything that you come across—a chair, a, you know, whatever it is—and and I think that's how you start. You right. Know. I like it. Good topic, Marcos. Dude, I, well, yeah, but I don't think he heard the last little bit. He was asleep. Sure he fell asleep. Marco's been asleep <laughs> for the last five minutes. Sure he had his they found me asleep in the, uh, my, my lawn chair. We just woke him up. <laughs> God, that was horrible. We're not going to let you live that now. <laughs> That's all right. I deserve it. Well, uh, we'll wrap it up. We went a little bit longer this time, but that's good. It's good discussion, good stuff. Um, what we should call this the the lawn chair of God. <laughs> the lawn chair, the lawn chair, lawn chair of God. Ooh, God was in that name. Yeah, yeah. he was. <laughs> you needed the rest. They brought to the table this topic. That's right. That's right. The lawn chair of God. There you go. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See y'all.